Mike's Daily Podcast. Oh, there's on Katrine, my cousin, and Mike's Daily Podcast. And I heard from her mom today, my cousin, too. And they're from Germany. I don't know if you knew. And they're celebrating Christmas Eve right now because it's Christmas Eve here. Actually, it's probably Christmas Day by now. Christmas Day, I, I say, here's my ear. Singing along, listening to these headphones. Mike's Daily Podcast. On this song called Mike's Daily Podcast. It's a Christmas song, didn't you know? It's a special holiday song called Mike's Mike's Merry Christmas Daily Podcast Day. Podcast. Daily Podcast. I yeah. Know, something like that. Hey, I wanted to say to you, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas to you and your family. Uh, I will do my net thing next time I'm there. I just... Okay. Great. Hey, I'm a manager. Hey, so we have a guy who's in charge of the schedule, but I'm the manager. And oftentimes... So he makes the schedule, but then I basically have to follow up to make sure people are following his schedule. It's very annoying. It's like if so, if they could just follow the schedule that he puts out, then I wouldn't have to expend any more energy or time or what do you call it? Sweat. Sweat off my brow. So that's just the, you know, manager world that I live in. And that's sort of how it works. Now, some managers have to do the schedule as well. I'm glad I don't. I'm thankful for that. I'm going to do a podcast picture from... Did I do this one yet? I don't think I have. So we'll do that one. And you can see it at MikeSillyPodcast.com. It's this very happy, merry... I might have done... Well, it'll be a merry one from this year or last year or something. So see it at Mike's. And here's today's podcast picture. MikeSillyPodcast.com. Hey, right off the bat, I want to thank post people, mail people, people that deliver the mail, not people that are male exactly because sometimes they can be female delivering the mail and they are fantastic and there's one in Florida that is really helping out my mom because she's having trouble getting out to the mailbox because she's had some extensive leg surgery done lately so I want to thank him and she thanked him actually and he came by and she thanked him with a like a little money in an envelope I know Basil Basil you know what he was always kind to post people, male people. There was this one guy. I don't know what, I think his name was Mike. I used to see him around my neighborhood. But this was a while ago, about eight years ago. I don't know what happened to him since. But he was so nice. And Basil liked him. And, you know, not necessarily every post person is going to have issues with dogs. But, yeah, they do say be careful. Because it is difficult for the post people, the, the, the male people, the postal workers. First, they got to keep their routes as close to eight hours as possible. Postal managers will conduct six-day route inspections to accurately time each part of the letter carrier's day, from the daily morning sorting to the on-street delivery to hanging up the bag at night. If a carrier's day is stretching closer to eight and a half hours, 
the postal manager will slice off a portion of his or her route and divvy it up among nearby carriers with lighter loads. Wow. Now that's a manager who's got a lot to do. That explains why you might see a new face on your route every couple of years. Which I was very happy. I had this one guy. This guy. So the guy I just mentioned, who I think his name was Mike, he was not my personal mail, mail person, postal carrier. He was the guy down the street. But the guy that I had was not nice. And eventually he disappeared. I was happy about that. No, he's not buried in my backyard. He just disappeared. Got reassigned or something. Or he retired. Otherwise, the assigning of routes at any given post office is done by seniority. When a route is vacated, the carrier quits or retires. A new one is created. And all the carriers in the office get to bid on the route. There. I th- I decided I would end my sentences like that. Instead of the up, the up note that a lot of the millennials do and the Gen Zers. They, they end every sentence like it's a question. Like that. That gets annoying. Oh, that's why I can't. You know, NPR. Uh-oh. That's not good. That was an off-air alarm. An off-air alarm is not good. Hang on. And it's always when I'm doing my podcast. Ah, hang on. Good help is so hard to find. Why can't I find good help? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. New Year's, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. It's going to be the same thing. Ugh. Gosh, just, you know. Incredible. I'm just so thankful (laughs) and so impressed. Okay, that's good. That's working. Here, I'm just showing you a little inside my world. Little inside my world. Welcome to my world. By the way, all that information I am getting is from a place called people.howstuffworks.com. In addition to the long term... Oh, so yeah. They get to bid on the route. The carrier with the most seniority wins. If you've had the same letter carrier for a long time, that probably means you're part of a desirable route. Ah, Or those cookies you give him or her are paying off for Christmas. Or did you know there's a National Postal Worker Day and that's July 1st? Yes. Oh, okay. That was... That was Lana, everybody. In addition to the long-term route adjustments that are made every few months or years, the Postal Service also makes short-term route fixes. When letter carriers show up to work every morning... They look at all the day's mail volume and make an estimate of how long it will take to complete their assigned route. Maybe it's a snow day or a day after a holiday when mail volume is doubled. If they know it's going to take more than eight hours, they can either volunteer for overtime. Overtime signups are every three months. Or the supervisor can assign a portion of the route to other carriers for the day. Interesting. So that is all from how people, people, wait, no, peoplehowstuffworks.com. Postal carriers. How about 
now that Christmas is over by the time you're listening to this, what are you, or maybe it's happening right now, because I guess I am posting this Christmas Eve. Post, get it? Post office, post. All right. How about the wonderful world of, as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast, somewhere in Podcast Drove Alley 10, the last place on earth. How about all those delicious meals to make with Christmas leftovers? Here's one. Creamy leftover turkey spaghetti. (laughs) Yes. Turkey. You got lots of turkey leftovers? Let's see. With this recipe, you need uh, cream cheese, the Philadelphia cream cheese, Parmesan cheese. You need to cook some turkey breast that's left over. Sliced mushrooms Light milk And then you cook the spaghetti In a large pan Lightly cook the onions, celery, garlic Next add the mushrooms Stir in the milk Oh yeah there's mushrooms involved Bring to a boil Then add the turkey cream cheese And stir to combine well Drain the spaghetti Then add into the sauce With the parmesan cheese Yeah you don't want wet spaghetti Season to taste. When all the cheese is melted, it's ready to serve. There's also a five-minute microwave ham and cheese quiche you can make with the leftover ham. There is a leftover Christmas ham pizza. What? Oh, that's brilliant. There is the tasty Mexican chicken quesadilla. Oh, yeah. Quesadillas are always nice. They're always available. To make relatively easy Shepherd's pie Using Christmas turkey leftovers Ham and pea pasta How how more simple can you get Let's see Cooked pasta Crushed garlic Chopped parsley Frozen peas Diced ham One zucchini Uh, Cook the pasta in a pan Saute the garlic Add in the peas Then the zucchini Well you get the rest You can figure it out That's all from Healthymummy.com Healthymummy.com If you want all those recipes in detail So there you go Very easy Why eat out Why give restaurants money that you own That you have The money that you own when you've got stuff you've maybe you've spent money on in your pantry that you can use and make something healthy and delicious. Just an idea. Well, I guess I have to leave one more time. Just a second. Hold that thought. Really? Really, that's how I'm feeling right now is... One place you will not find this podcast, though you can find it on YouTube and Odyssey app, on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and all the rest. Google, iTunes. Go to MikeSillyPodcast.com for all the places. One place you will not find YouTube. Did I mention that? Is TikTok You will not find this podcast on TikTok Now I don't know who owns TikTok Is it Is it Tencent I'm not sure For some reason in my mind it's Tencent 
There was another app that Tencent makes in China that when I installed it on my phone, my phone immediately started to move really slow, became inoperable basically, and I tried deleting. It was WeChat. And I needed WeChat because of uh, my former roommate who had moved out. He had moved to Hong Kong and that was the only way to communicate with him. So I tried to delete it off my phone. My phone, even though I deleted it, it was still there. There were still residual bits of this app on my phone. It was very annoying. So after that, I, and I found out about TikTok having its roots in China. I said, you know what? I don't need it. I'm not going to. I'm already on all these other apps and all these other websites. I don't need it. But TikTok is incredibly huge. Uh, Nobody I know likes it. They may have it, but they hate it because it keeps feeding you visuals and video. And you you probably have it. You don't need me to explain it to you. There, There it goes again. Gosh, it's annoying. Every time you hear... What is that band? Cold War Kids. Every time you hear Cold War Kids, you know Mike Matthews is getting mad. So there was a hoax warning users on TikTok that uh, December 17th, hang on, let me just check something real quick. Ah, perfect. Now that'll be done. All right, we're all set there. Let me see. Oh, good. There we go. Now that's done. So one of the stations I work for, we were playing like some Christmas music with these uh, choir singers, these young children choir choir singers. And it was so low. The volume was so low on it. It kept hitting this off-air alarm that then calls my phone and disturbs me while I'm doing a podcast. Ever so annoying So now that's done Because we've gone into another show Because it's 7 o'clock And Mike Matthews is happy Anyway Cafe anyway Outside of cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley To in the last place on earth A hoax warning users on TikTok uh, That December 17th Would be a nationwide school shooting day Went viral Enabled by the platform's Inconsistent moderation practices And news outlets And sensationalized reporting This according to Media Matters. On December 16th, TikTok claimed that though it was working with law enforcement to look into warnings about potential violence at schools, there was no evidence of nationwide school shooting threats originating or spreading on its platform. Yet, warnings of the unfounded threat had gone viral on TikTok, creating nationwide panic, seemingly in violation of TikTok's own community guidelines, which promise to remove misinformation related to emergencies that induces panic. The next day, TikTok released another statement admitting that it had found videos discussing this rumor and warning others to stay safe and reiterating its promise to remove alarmist warnings that violate its misinformation policy, but the damage was already done. In the same December 17th statement, TikTok's communications team attempted to redirect blame for the spread of the hoax onto media outlets, saying media reports have been widespread and based on rumors rather than facts, and we are deeply concerned that the proliferation of local media reports on an alleged trend that has not been found on the platform could end up inspiring real-world real harm. 
TikTok waited to address the school shooting hoax until the next day it was rumored to happen rather than preemptively addressing the misinformation before it induced mass panic. In other words, they were spending all that time raking in the money, raking in the cash. They are one of the biggest social media platforms now in existence. I think they have beaten out Facebook by this point. They have billions upon billions Carl Sagan amounts of viewers, users of that stupid app. And everywhere you go, you hear about it. People are using it. They, they, anybody, you know what? All this big tech um, complaining, it should really all start with TikTok before we complain about anybody else. Start with them. There are real consequences that result from reporting fear-based hoaxes as fact. The the December 17th hoax hoax parallels that of the non-existent April 24th National Rape Day that caused mass hysteria online earlier this year. That claim became so viral because of both TikTok's poor moderation practices and irresponsible reporting. It terrified an 11-year-old girl into bringing two knives into school to protect herself. So just be very aware if you do have that app that A, China's watching you and moderating you. That's one thing I agreed with Trump banning TikTok or trying to ban TikTok. I've never liked them, as you can tell, because I'm old and because it's just, it does stupid, ridiculous things like this. Do I condone Facebook? I've always hated Facebook. Am I on Facebook? Yeah. But that's about as far as... And the only thing I post on it are these podcasts, so... Finally, Trump's Surgeon General suggests the former president only decided to publicly back vaccines because Biden praised him first. Trump endorses uh, coronavirus vaccines this past week, saying they protect people and don't kill anyone. This is unlike many of his followers... Many of the conservative talk show hosts that are constantly on the air saying that vaccines are bunk. They're here to control you. Uh, They're, you know, oh my gosh, the booster. They're going crazy over the boosters, conservative talk show hosts and Fox News. Oh, the boosters. They're just, they're like trying to apply you with boosters. You're always going to have to use boosters. No, if you get one, you're going to have to keep getting them over and over again. It's never going to end. Ah, so you know what? Just don't take boosters. And just get sick, I guess is what they're saying. Oh, but it's not that bad. That seems to be what they're saying. Coronavirus is not that bad. I don't want to play with it. I don't want to get sick. I'm very happy at the moment that I am not sick. Just a little sick in the head, in the, uh, you know, brain, in the membrane, lame, that area. What? Jerome Adams, his Surgeon General, suggested he waited to say this until Biden praised him. That is when he changed his tune and came out and supported vaccinations. This according to the Business Insider. Yes, they're a little left-leaning, though. Former President Donald Trump's Surgeon General implied that Trump waited to express public support for the coronavirus vaccine until Joe Biden praised his involvement in them. We know the president's love language 
the, we know the, the president's love language is words of affirmation. We know Joe Biden is known for his cooperation, says Adams. So to me, what was most shocking, what was most telling wasn't that Donald Trump came out and supported vaccines. It was it took Joe Biden 11 months to finally do what he has known to do for 79 years, and that's to reach out across the aisle. Once he gave President Trump those words of affirmation, you heard President Trump come out and say, thank you. I appreciate that. And he applauded it. And I hope we see more of that. There you go. That is the former Surgeon General for Trump, Jerome Adams. So... All in all, just be careful of where you are getting your news. Think responsibly. Think smart. Think about what you are thinking about. And have a Merry Christmas. We're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Mike Matthews. Golly, you aren't a good job, supervisor. That was very interesting what you just said, Mike Matthews. Yeah. I know it was a little rambly, but we're in the bramble rambles today and... I'm getting constantly disturbed, so next time I'm just going to shut the door outside a cafe anyway and lock the world out. Mike Matthews, you can lock the door when you're outside because you'd have to be inside the door instead of being outside, Mike Matthews. Yeah. Look at all these Christmas lights out here. It's beautiful. Very distracting. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. Yes, it's very true that some people say things on their podcast that don't make any sense. <clears throat> Are you referring to me? No, Mike Matthews, you say nice things all the time and good things. And your podcast is always good. Ah, excellent. Then I agree with you because you said nice things to me. The next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster. Have a very Merry Christmas. Uh, say thank you to the person that brings your mail and thank you for listening and you can chime in about anything we covered today 336mm daily 3 plus 3 equals 6mm is the Mike Matthews daily is and what this podcast has been for a couple of days okay final interruption go ahead A-frame Mike's daily podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews his podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. That was episode 2357, 2357. Don't forget this Sunday you can hear my live radio show where I'm playing fun, upbeat 70s, 80s, and 90s music. And there is a link to where you can hear that at my website, mikesdailypodcast.com.